everybody. Welcome into another edition of Cheers from the Press Box. I'm your host, Brennan Tassif, joined as always by my co-host and very good friend all the way from Dallas, Texas, Mr. Joe Dorville. What's going on, Brennan? Yes, I am an embedded reporter now on the ground. Reporting on the Dallas Cowboys. Hey, Bring anyway. on their downfall. So if you're new to the show, I'll let let you know what we're going to do. So we'll start every week off the same way we do, where we're going to go over some of the major topics and some of the biggest sports. We'll head into the quick hits, where we'll touch on some more tertiary topics. No walk-off since we are doing the NFL breakdowns, and they are taking a little longer than we forecasted. And then we'll get right into the press conference where we'll pedal our wares. But let's start this week off the same way we do every week, Joe. Ready to return the opening kickoff. Perfect way to kick off. Oh, here we go. Da, Real da, da, struggle da. for your voice there. Jesus. Huh? Real struggle for your voice there. Yeah, I'm trying to do this new, like, uh, raspy, like, hey, how you doing kind of thing. <laughs> In honor of, like, all the mobster, movie mobsters that just passed away. Yeah, yeah, we'll go with that. That sounds good. <clears throat> Excuse me. So for everybody listening who has been listening for the last couple of weeks, we are breaking down two divisions per episode in the lead up to the NFL season returning. This week is no different. We are going to do the NFC and AFC Easts. Joe has an interesting structure. We go back and forth between divisions, right? And then we go from the worst last year to the best last year. If I'm not mistaken, Joe. that's how we've been doing it. Do you not remember two weeks ago when I had them all listed and then you said, can we just intercut between the two teams? I know. <laughs> I know. I know. It's, it's definitely. I, I was like, let's spice it up a little. And now it's now I've confused myself. Um, all right. Here we go. We're going to start in the NFC East uh, with the last place team, which is uh, Joe's New York Giants. I'm sorry. Wait, what? Not but never my New York Giants. Timer is on. Timer is on because the very first time we did this, we went like an hour twenty. Uh all right. Uh Joe, everyone knows my feelings on the New York Giants. I took care of all their rookies. I t- told that story on a walk-off a couple weeks ago. Oh, sure. Um, I uh I think they went out and got a lot of good pieces. Again, I'll say it for the hundredth time. The left tackle, Neil, they went out and got uh, with the first couple of picks is allergic to shellfish. You don't like to see that in the starting left tackle. Wow. Thibodeau is not nearly as big as uh, you would hope for a starting defensive end, but uh, I don't know. And he has no sense of humor. Yeah, he's got no sense of humor. Mediocre joke. I told that story on stage at the stand and it it went really well. Everyone's like, wow. Yeah, it was fun. Uh, Anyway. Uh, they're trying to make this whole thing work with Danny Dimes. I, I think they should have cut bait with him a few years ago, but they're going to try to make one more run at it. Uh, what is it? Brand new coaching staff, brand new front office. They're, we're going to try it all over again. I don't think the Giants are going to be very good, especially I think, to be honest with you, I think the NFC East is coming up. Uh, it's overrated every year, it seems like, because of Philadelphia and Dallas, but I think this year it's actually going to be really good. Uh, other than the New York Giants, I have them winning three to five games. Joe, how about you? Um, three to five games. They won four last year. That is that's an upgrade. Them potentially winning one extra game. Um, yeah, I think I have it right around there as well. Uh, most of the teams have gotten better within the division, so that means it's going to be harder for them to get any wins within the division. Um, Daniel Jones is he's he's no good as a quarterback. Um, He's serviceable. He should not be your starting quarterback. You should not give him a boatload of money. You should not give him Kyler money, let's just say. He's not one in 32 that deserves that. Um, Saquon can't stay healthy to save his life. Uh, Kenny Galladay, who was their big signing last year, didn't show up at all. Um, Kadarius Sony, who they drafted last year, had issues within the team. Um, they're trying to rebuild that offensive line, and that does look uh, somewhat better than before. But I still don't think they'll have it all together this year. And then uh, changing from the um, – can't remember homeboy's name now. Uh, the era prior. Who was the GM prior? Oh, he was such an annoying guy. He was the one that wouldn't give Josh Norman his money in Carolina. Gettleman? Oh, Gettleman. Dave Gettleman. Dave Gettleman. Yeah. Leaving the Gettleman era, coming into this era, there were some contracts that were uh, a little inflated. And 
They've had to shed some of that. One of those being James Bradbury, their best corner. They had to get rid of him. Um, we'll talk about where he is later. Um, so, yeah, they've had to remake this defense as well. Uh, they ended up. Where was Dexter Lawrence last year? Dexter Lawrence? Yeah. Was he not on the Cowboys? I was say, I'm assuming he was a Cowboy, right? Yeah. I'm almost positive. So, yeah, now he's there now, along with uh, Leonard Williams on the front. And then Thibodeau in the middle. Um, I think Thibodeau could be something. But do we even see – we didn't see Thibodeau play last year, right? He took y'all last year off. Yep. So you, you'd hope he's in the best shape of his life and ready to go. But, um, yeah, no, offensively this team is just not sure. No, Lawrence enough. was – I apologize. Lawrence was drafted by the Giants. That, what Lawrence are we thinking of? I know exactly who you're thinking of, and I can't. I'll find it. Keep going. I'm sorry. I didn't interrupt. Then who the heck is Dexter Lawrence? Now? I'm confused. Um, but I was going to say, uh, Dexter Lawrence Dexter Lawrence was a Clemson Tiger. Yep. Okay. That seems a little, that, that makes a little sense. Um, what I was going to say, uh, who's the coach now? Uh OC from Buffalo, they've brought in. Oh, uh, Brian. Brian um, I keep asking you, and then I know exactly who it is. Brian Dable. <laughs> um, yeah, they're hoping he can remake uh, Dale Jones the same way Josh Allen was remade after his first couple years of struggling. Daniel, um, not David. They got Davis Webb. Yeah. Um, they're all the same. Yeah, they're all the same. Um, David Daniel, you know, whatever. Yeah, team ain't gonna be good. Not gonna be nah. good, guy. That could be good. All right, next squad. Oh yeah, we're not doing Sounders uh, for teams that did not teams. have winning records. All right, yes. here we go. Next one, uh, the New York Giants. Joe, I went first on, uh, or excuse me, the Jets. I went first on the Giants. You oh, go want to go ahead and start off with the Jets. Um, the Jets are going to be a playoff team this year. God because. damn it, you stole my thunder. <laughs> you told me to go first. Uh, their quarterback has that dog in him. Yeah. Um, I love I this team. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm not being serious. I oh, just, I'm being serious. I'm, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Serious. I'm going with the Zach Wilson uh, jokes. <laughs> the you're jokes. aware. If you're aware, you're aware. Um, yeah. Zach Wilson hasn't shown anything. He hasn't flashed anything that um would make a player like Tyreek Hill, who had the option to go to the Jets or Miami, would want to go there. Uh, they drafted. Was it last year? They drafted two running backs. Yeah. So we'll see how those guys develop as, uh, another season. You got another year of Elijah Moore, Corey Davis. Corey Davis really hasn't shown anything really since entering the league, um, and that's why yeah. Tennessee kind of let him walk. Their best receiver last year was Braxton Burial. Shout out to you. Um, they got CJ Uzuma. Uzuma? Uh, Uzuma. Uzuma. Um, from, uh, what was the team? The Bengals. Cincinnati Bengals. And um, the biggest thing on this team, honestly, is can Kai Beckton stay healthy uh, and protect that left side? They got him on the right side right now. I don't know why. Um, and just can that offensive line, if that offensive line can stay healthy, it, it makes things a little more interesting. Their defense, they've been building slowly but surely. And I think they have, they're in a good place right now. But it's the same thing with the, the Giants. I mean, it they're only going to go as far as their quarterback will let them. And outside of, uh, outside of Ben and his mom's best friends, I mean, I, I don't know what Zach is doing. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Um, I wildly, I mean, obviously I don't wildly disagree because you made a lot of good points. I agree with those, but I disagree. How many wins do you have them? Uh, four or five. Okay. I really disagree with that. So I think the Jets are a playoff team next year. I think Zach will, I'm being dead serious. I think Zach Wilson makes the lead. They went out and got Sauce Gardner. 
uh, Garrett Wilson and Jermaine Johnson all in the first round, all projected to be top five picks. All of them settled in different areas. Garrett Wilson uh, widely contested as the best wide receiver in this class, another weapon for Zach. Um, and Sauce Gardner is the best corner. And we saw how plug and play ready a lot of the corners were last year. So hopefully they can do that again this year. Oh, but Brandon, defense- isn't your thing never draft a cornerback in the first round? No, 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 no. Never draft a running back. Uh, I swear you got issues with corners in the first round too. No, I the reason I had it, I know exactly what you're talking about. The reason I had an issue with the corner that uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars took a couple of years ago was because he wasn't even a top rated corner, and we took him at like nine. Oh, and I was okay. like, "This is the fourth best corner. You're taking at nine. Like, what the fuck are we doing?" Sauce Gardner was arguably the best corner in the draft, though. So to get him at Cincinnati, though, yeah, that's true. I mean, they did play Alabama. Uh, they did play against they some tough win. competition. Yeah, they did not win that game. <laughs> I honestly well. think the Jets defense, like you had mentioned, they've been that's something they've been working on and building for the last five years. I really think now they're going to be ready to go. Uh, they were should have been great last year, but they had a couple of injuries before the season even started. I think Zach Wilson makes the leap. I honestly, this is going to sound crazy, but I have this team winning between nine to ten games and that's sneaking insane. in to the seventh uh, wild card spot. I was say we still have a minute left on the clock. Question. Yeah. Without, I mean, obviously you're going to reveal, but do you think they'll be better than the Patriots? Yes or no? No. Okay. So let me go through the first. Let's go through their schedule real fast. Do they beat the Ravens? Yes. Do they beat the Browns? They beat yes. the Ravens? I think they're going to beat the okay, Ravens. Okay, we can't even talk then. No, this is not a discussion. No, they're going to beat the Ravens? Yeah, it's week one. How many times in week one does everyone like, oh, my God. I did you see believe. what the Ravens did like last year, week one, to the Miami Dolphins? Exactly. They had like 500 yards. Yeah, and so I think about? maybe it's going to come back to bite them. They've got and a lot of... now they're going to be healthy. They yeah, weren't even I, healthy. I understand that, but I, <laughs> we've talked about this a million times. The 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 disparity in the NFL is not Are you like in college. Uh, defensive coordinator, Brennan. <laughs> <laughs> I think the Jets are going to be good. I don't think they're going to be great. I think they're going to win a couple games where no one expected them to win. This has the perfect makings for beating the Ravens in week one. And everyone's like, oh, my God, did we not count? Did we count out the Jets? Didn't What's you happening? have an issue with Zach Wilson like a year or two when he got drafted? I've got lots of issues with Zach Wilson, but dude's got a cannon for an arm and he's a doll. Oh, good. Okay, time's up. It's unbelievable. How do you do All right. this to me every week? Moving on, back to the NFC East. Still not in a winning team area. The team that I thought was going to be good last year, my Jets, as it were, of last year, the Washington Commanders. Well, because I always pick a couple... I always pick a couple of underdogs and Commies. I'm always good, trying to ride them. Last year it was Washington. I remember I was like, oh, their defense is stacked. They're going to be good. Uh, and they, they fooled they a lot of not. teams, a lot of analysts last year. Yeah, you that's included. true. Yeah. <laughs> analysts, get out of here. Uh, Washington is in a tailspin between the legal action that's being taken against the front office and the owner between all the allegations and just between, between Jack what, Del Rio's existence. Yeah, oh, that's the coach, man. Watch out. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't care. I don't shout like Shout out Jacksonville. <laughs> he came into E before we left Jacksonville to move to New York. And I remember everyone was going up to the table like, welcome home, coach. Welcome home, coach. Oh. When he was. Did he, uh, call, uh, did he call January 6th a dust up then as well? Oh, is that. Probably could have got away with that in Jacksonville. Oh, definitely could have gotten away with that in Jacksonville. <laughs> I don't think this team's going to be um, awesome. Uh, I don't think they're, I mean, they've got Carson Wentz. We'll see how that experiment goes. I mean, I was a big Heineke guy only again, cause I like the underdog, the defense on paper. We talked about it last year, the defense on paper stacked, but they just weren't able to put it together last year. And so I've seen no evidence. They can put it together this year. I've got the Washington commanders in that bottom tier one to three wins. I'm confused. Okay. I'm going to go on a tangent cause I don't care about the Washington commandos. Um, He's the coach. He didn't. Eat, did he win a playoff game while he was there? When? Jack. In Jacksonville? In Jacksonville. Uh, yes. I feel. Uh, I'm going to do the research, though. Keep going. I feel like his best coaching as a head coach was actually in, uh, in Las Vegas, which now Las Vegas, then Oakland. 
Then he got fired for John Gruden for no reason. Racist for a racist. Um, he played in the NFL for like 10 years. Oh, yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah. He also beat up. A, a, I can go down a Jack Del Rio wormhole for you if you want. When he played for Kansas City, there was a, it was during this lockout. And they were threatening people who were going to break the line or whatever. And there was a former black former player who was now working for the team who was going to work. And Jack Del Rio beat him up, thinking that he was a scab. So, yeah, that's Jack Del Rio for it. Um, This team ain't going to be good. Uh, Carson Wentz is past his, he's way past his days. Um, We thought he could be good last year. He was good as far as not turning over the ball as much, but he's still going to make bonehead plays in key spots. Um, I don't really love their, their running back core. It's a bunch of small guys tweener guys who could be receivers who could be who just happen to be running backs now don't know how much they can carry throughout the entirety of the season shout out to terry mclaurin getting his deal curtis samuel the two receiver in uh carolina a few years ago or last year i think as well um he ain't that good um he won one he won one playoff game. One wild card playoff game in his tenure <laughs> as the Jacksonville the coach. coach. <laughs> Doug Marone is more the coach than him. <laughs> he made the playoffs. Yeah, he made the playoffs <laughs> four times, um, and got them there. He his first year they were five and eleven, then nine and seven. Just missed the playoffs, then made the playoffs again. Uh, mm-hmm. Only won one playoff game though. I'm sorry. Continue. Uh, I don't care. Uh, this offensive line is kind of makeshifty. Uh, their defense, they have nothing in the middle as far as linebacker. Um, they're kind of going with a bunch of retread guys, and they've let go of some of their uh, some of their staples. Um, Chase Young, great year two years ago. Yep. Injury last year kept him out for most of the season. Um, and their DBs, I, no one scared them. People are just going to throw all over the field on this team. Um, Ron Rivera, very good coach, very respectable man. The only respectable thing about this franchise at this point. Riverbell uh, Ron. I think they're going to be, yeah, somewhere between two and four wins. I mean, yeah, that's all I got for them. All right, no sounder again because we're moving on to another losing team. The Miami Dolphins finishing third in the AFC East last year, bringing in, obviously, the prod- prodigal son, the Tua Tungavaloa is back, who's better Wait, they had than... a winning record. Did they? Yeah, 9-8, remember? Oh, yeah, yeah, I forgot that. There we go. There we go. Put on the sounder. Here we go. Winning records now. Tyreek Hill returning to play with Tua Tungavaloa. Not returning, but traded. Uh, <laughs> and he said in minicamp that Tua Tungavaloa was a better, what was it, more accurate? The more accurate, most accurate quarterback he's ever played. Shots fired at Patrick Mahomes, but I said <laughs> that last week. Patrick Mahomes is going to take a huge dip. Um, I don't, Dolphins, on, again, this is another one of those things. On paper, they have Armstead starting left tackle. Their offensive Do line has been together for a while. Do going to be good? <laughs> Uh, I'm going to get to him. Uh, I think, uh, yeah, I talked about the Jets. I think I have to just oh, winning almost right, double digit did. games. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't trust the Dolphins. I haven't trusted the Dolphins since the 90s. I don't, I mean, Byron Jones, obviously a very good shutdown corner. The defense, other than him, has a lot of kind of, and Xavier Howard. So I guess, yeah, they've got a really good secondary. I just don't trust the offense. I don't trust Tua. I think that was a reach when he got taken as early as he did at the five spot. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't trust the Dolphins. I all. think this is the year the Dolphins finally put it all together. Because you love Tyreek Hill. The what? You're a Tyreek Hill defender. Every time I, every time I, I, every time I say this guy's not that good, he's just really fat. Oh, he's one of the best wide receivers. Uh, makes don't, the team better. I, I don't know how diplomatic I can say this. But don't ever say I like Tyreek Hill. <laughs> Don't ever say I like Tyreek Hill. You're so offended. Just going to say that up top. Go look at his past and you can see why I don't like Tyreek Hill. I know. I think Tyreek Hill is a performer. I think think he's a good ball player. Um, I don't like Tyreek Hill. But uh, you got Mike McDaniels, the new new coach, offensive coordinator. You you bring in Tyreek Hill, Speedster. You're bringing back Jalen Waddle, who had a breakout year last year. That eases 
eases up the offense for Tua. You can get a lot of more short intermediate routes and have them um, use their speed to accelerate past the defenses along with Cedric Wilson they got from Dallas. Uh, and you still got Mike Gusecki who can't make a big player two down the field. Um, you're hoping like you are right though. You're hoping like all hell this offensive line can actually stay to, stay on the field. Teron yeah. Armstead, I believe they got from New Orleans, um, doesn't have the greatest track record of uh, being durable. Um, let's say when he's out there, he's so, awesome, but he just can't stay he's out. He's not out there all the time. Yeah. <laughs> um, but then this defense, you you kind of you kind of trailed off as you were talking about it. Byron Jones, who they got from the Cowboys, shut down corner. Xavier Howard. One of the best corners in the league. Then Javon Holland, who they drafted, I believe, out of Oregon a year or two ago. Kid was really fantastic. I think, yeah, last year, kid was a fantastic. By Brandon Jones, their other safety, pretty dang good. Emmanuel Ogba, um, Van Ginkle, Christian Wilkins. Like, this is a – that's the defense that um, Brian Flores was building – so that the offense the offense didn't have to be above and beyond great, but I think this offense can be above and beyond great. I think what this is year three or two and now uh, yep. we're three years removed from his hip. We saw his accuracy. He just needs time. He need if he has time in the pocket, he can make plays. So if they can provide him with enough time and he's gonna need less time with the quick receivers he has. I think this team can be really good. I have this team, again, between 9 to 11 wins. Wow. I was big on them last year. I thought they were going to be good last year. Yeah, I had the commanders last year. And they ended up getting nine wins, so. All right. Play the sounder. Here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, we are now talking about Joe's Philadelphia Eagles. Oh, that's where we are. Yeah, I'm, I've got them right around uh, nine to ten wins. I'll say yeah. that and then see the, the rest of my time to you, Joe. You're going to see the rest of my time. You're so, so gracious with your time. Well, it's your team, man. Um, Okay. I don't want to speak in hyperbole. I'm the king of lowering expectations. This is a Super Bowl roster. Hey, there he is. For the first time, I can actually say that with a straight face. This is a Super Bowl roster. Not necessarily a team that will make the Super Bowl. This is a team that can go out and win 12 to 13 games. Um, They won nine last year when the offense finally decided to go run first. Um, and then they added AJ Brown. Devontae Smith was very good last year. Added AJ Brown, reduced Jalen Rieger's uh, involvement in the offense. Dallas Goddard ascended and was able to be good enough to where we could get rid of Zach Ertz. The offensive line, healthy, is a championship offensive line again. Defensive line has been replenished and retooled. Offensive defensive line again. They have finally answered my prayers and done two of the things that I've wanted. They've gone and spent on linebacker. They brought in Kaiser White from uh, the Chargers last year. They drafted Nicobe Dean. Um, Just real quick, Nicobe Dean was not projected to fall. I know we talked about it when it happened. He was supposed to go in the first round, according to all projections, considered the best linebacker as far as being all over the field in this class just didn't have the size. So he dropped all the way to the third round and you guys got him. And I remember texting you like, Oh my God. <laughs> um, picked up Hassan Reddick outside rusher. Um, and then we picked up James Bradbury from the giants after they let him go. So now we have slay on one side and Bradbury on the other side. You have two ones effectively. Uh, the, the biggest hole on the defense to me is the safety position. You still got Anthony Harrison. You got Tark from uh, Tart from, I believe he was on San Francisco last year. Not that they're bad, but they're the, if you look at it, they're just the least impactful players. Tart, the guy who dropped the interception. 
Woo, was that tart? Yeah, I'm almost positive. Damn, that feels like tart. Ooh, that makes me feel <laughs> terrible now. Um, but yeah. So this this roster is capable is with the right coaching, the right breaks. Definitely is gonna be another another year in the playoffs, which is very good, something to build upon with Jalen. Um, hoping that Jalen can take that another step and then we don't have to go searching for a quarterback or anything like that. Well, I mean, you've got one in the locker room already. Gardner we Minchu. do not. Yeah, Minchu we do. Mania. Obviously, Jalen Hurts. Yes, I know. And then Gardner Minshew. Gardner Minshew. Jalen Hurts, exactly. Um, so, yeah, I don't want to get my hopes too high um, because all that is going to do is lead to Disappointment. That was a just huge disappointment. But this team uh, taking steps. I don't want to just have them in the Super Bowl this year. A playoff berth and a playoff victory shows Jalen is on the right track. And it shows also the coaching staff that I reamed when they got hired and reamed for the first half of last year before they put their fucking big boy pants on and said, all right, let's actually run the ball. Um, it shows they're moving, trending in the right direction. And shout out to Howie and shout out to Jeffrey for uh, investing in the dang team because that's what you do, Brennan. Yeah, I completely agree. I just want to read this real quick just because this this is the Micah Parsons of 2022 is Nicobe Dean. Um, even though Micah went as high as he did, everyone knew Micah was going to be a huge impact player. And you were like, we need a linebacker. And then you didn't get him. Nicobe Dean this year. I just want to read this real quick. The scouts grade, according to the ESPN draft analysis, was 91, which anything above 85 is considered a first round pick. Position ranked number one, overall ranked 19 for Nicobe Dean. And he went in the third fucking round. This is insanity. Um that's all I want to say. I'm excited. I, I'm excited for you. That team's going to be good. And if Jalen can really make the growth that everyone thinks he can make, then they're going to be fine. They're going to be just fine. Uh, it's that whole, if you don't oh. have, if you have two, you don't have one situation. Cause like Jalen gets in there and then he makes a couple of mistakes and then you'll hear talking heads like, He's not cut out to play quarterback in the NFL, blah, blah, blah. But then it's like Gardner and I love Gardner, but it's like, he's not going to do anything more than Jalen. Like, what are we doing? I would say the ceiling for Jalen and what would be great is not bargain basement, but uh, Lamar Jackson light. Yeah. I would say good decision. The ceiling maker. is the roof. The ceiling is the roof. Honestly, uh, good decision maker. Um, serviceable passer. Can take off but if he needs to. Can take off at any point. But, and a huge threat. So you're always, it's always a play action, basically. Yeah. So you're always keeping the defense on their toes. But the difference between them and us is we actually have receivers that are threats. Yeah, that's true. Especially now. It's so funny. Two years ago, you didn't have any receivers, and now you have receivers that are threats. Two years ago, I was. <laughs> We were searching the basement. Travis Fulgham was a name that I was happy to have. Yep. God, that's crazy. <laughs> Old Just, Dominion receiver. What a difference two years can make. Yeah, Philly. I, I have Philly win in this division. I have Philly with a winning record. I think it's it's all Philly and the NFC East. Moving on to the AFC East, number two team last year, uh, the New England Patriots. A couple of things. I think uh, Mac Jones is going to make a big leap for them. Had a, big. a ton. Big. Huge leap. Huge leap. Had a ton of picks, um, but very interesting picks. Like Cole Strange with their first round. Who was that like was the offensive guy? Yeah, yeah the offensive guard. lineman who wasn't even like on anyone's radar. Wasn't even projected to go. I think until the like Rams the had round. him like in the third round. Yeah, the third round. Uh, it's uh, Devontae Parker they got from... Um, Miami, Miami. another year, Nelson Aguilar, where they paid him that huge contract. So we'll see what happens. Hunter Henry, though, and uh, John uh, Smith. So we'll see what happens. I mean, I I honestly think Bill Belichick's going to make some moves. I've got the Jets and it was interesting. You asked me earlier if I had the Patriots or or if I had the Jets over the Patriots. And I said no, because I've kind of got them right in that same range. Nine to Mm ten wins. Um, I don't. 
I just can't in good conscience be like, yeah, absolutely. The Jets are going to blow out the Patriots, but I, I have them in that same area. So okay. I'm, I'm going to put the Patriots in nine to 10 <laughs> wins. And like I said, I think, I think it's going to be a battle for that seventh wildcard spot between the Patriots and the Jets. Uh, so that's where I have them. Just not a lot to, to say they spent all that money two years ago. So this will be the second year of that. So we'll see what happens. And just some of these guys, McCordy Butler getting older, obviously. So bring we'll see. Butler back. Yeah. And then they, they gutted their offensive line f- to almost no effect. What was that last year or two years ago? Didn't resign players like went out and got guys. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I'm interested to see, you know, you never want to doubt Bill Belichick, but he's getting up there and obviously Dan, they're putting a lot on uh, Mac Jones. So I almost called him Daniel Jones. Yeah, on Mac Jones. So, so we'll see what happens. Where do you have the Patriots? Um, I have the Patriots where you have the Patriots. You, you pencil them in for a minimum of 10. Yeah. Um, even though they got nine last year. Did they get nine mm-hmm. last year? Or Ten. Nine. Nine, eight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Pencil them for about yeah, nine to ten. Um, the defense, you kind of and, – and, and one of the things that's annoying is this year they're going with no coordinators. Nobody's getting a coordinating position effectively. So oh God. you kind of just got to trust Belichick. Which we've been doing for the last what twenty years at this point. Yeah. Um, Judon had a good year; he kind of tailed off at the end. Uh, the corners scare me with B- bringing Butler back, who I don't know if he was in the league last year or he was on Tennessee and just like a shell of himself. Yeah. Um, you got Jalen Mills, and then you got the McCourty brother who did not retire. Um. Yeah, the offensive line actually I have less of an issue with. They brought back Trent Brown. And they have Isaiah Wynn, and they got David Andrews, who those three staples on your outside and then in your middle is pretty good. Um, Devontae Parker, serviceable receiver, could be a number one if uh, puts in the work and the effort and stays healthy. I think they're going to move him to like a slot position. Uh, No, Aguilar is slot, baby. Yeah. Aguilar is shifty, quick, can't catch the ball. Um, (laughs) Yeah. And then you got the two tight ends. They, it's funny. They brought in the two tight ends and didn't run a, as much two tight ends as people thought they would. Um, and they didn't run the ball with two tight ends as much as people thought they would. It'll be interesting to see how they change the offense up this year uh, with that now. So I just talked myself into the end. Yeah, it's going to be like an eight-win team. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't – I like I said, I got the middle of the road. Not, nothing nothing to write home about. Right now the Patriots is just we believe in Bell. We don't want to say – the same way we don't want to say anything negative towards Tom Brady, we don't want to say anything towards Bill Belichick because yep. he's going to make us look dumb. Yep. But, yeah, I'm not in love with this roster. And unlike you, I don't think Mac is going to make a huge step. All right. All righty. Moving on to the final teams. The winners of the NFC East last year, the Dallas Cowboys, Dak Prescott got his money. Mike McCarthy's coming back taking a lot of different needs in the draft, starting with offensive tackle. Uh, won 12 games last year. Uh, I don't. I don't want to like the Dallas Cowboys. I think they're overrated every year. I think Dak Prescott is a very flashy Kirk Cousins. Um, Just kind of like how they're always end up winning, you know, middle of the road kind of games. But I mean, they did win 12 last year, so we'll see what happens. I've got the Dallas Cowboys right around 10, 11 wins. I don't have anyone dominating this division just because I think the Eagles and the Cowboys and the Giants are all going to kind of fight and beat each other up. Uh, I don't trust Dak. Uh, Zeke's obviously an albatross of a contract around their neck. They do have some good position players, but they lost. They lost Amari, right? They lost. Uh, who else did they lose? They lost another uh, wide receiver, Cedric didn't they? Wilson. Yeah, so I don't. I, I don't know, man. Um, I don't trust Dallas, and I know everyone on paper is like, "Well, they're so good," but the media does that every year with Dallas, so. I've got them winning between nine to 10 games, kind of middle of the road, like everyone else. I don't really have anyone in this division running away with it. So that's just my two cents. What do you got? 
I have the Eagles running away with it because I have two teams in this division winning under five games. And I have the Cowboys running around nine to ten. Um, yeah. Zeke Elliott is no longer Zeke Elliott. Tony Pollard is probably more so the one than Zeke. Um, as far as effectiveness, uh, Dak, as good as Dak is, I don't know how much he can uh, take this team to the next level. Um, Gallup is good. Don't know if Gallup is a true two. Um, CD is very good. Don't know if CD is a true one yet. Um, and then I just, this coaching staff, some has been there since Jared, Jason Garrett. And then you just kind of plug Michael McCarthy in there. Kellen Moore has been there for quite some time. Loved him at Boise. Loved him on the blue turf. Don't hmm. really love him as a play caller. Um, as we all saw that last play of their season last year. Uh, Dak go run slide and waste all the time. We can't even get anything done. Um, they've lost a lot of their offensive line, that big stout offensive line they had for quite some time. The show, yep. the only pieces they have left is Tyron Smith and Zach Martin. And I can't say they're the most durable at this point in their careers. Um, but they yeah, let Tyron Lyle Smith's Collins been in the league walk. like 12 years. It feels like it. Yeah. Lyle Collins left to go to Cincinnati, I believe. And then, um, the center, I can't remember his name right now, but he retired like a year or two ago. Um, and the defense has been gutted. Demarcus Lawrence, that's the defense that's I was left. thinking about. Uh, Demarcus Lawrence is the the last person left on that offensive line, last, uh, defensive line. Um, you had Randy Gregory go off to Denver. Um, and a couple other guys I can't remember right now all disappeared. Uh, Dante Fowler Jr., who was... Was Dante Fowler a disappointment in Atlanta? Was he yeah. supposed to be bigger? <clears throat> yeah, I mean, he was deal? the third pick in the draft in 2015, so he was supposed to be bigger everywhere he went. Yeah, so, gee, oh, yeah, he was your guy. That's right. Yeah. That's why you him. knew that. So I was like, man, you already know third pick in the draft. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, and what, we're seven years from that, so, and he really hasn't got on anywhere. Never take a first-round player from uh, Florida. Florida. That's all I can say. Uh, Vanderash, very good. Great linebacker. The best. I was one of the best. Can he stay healthy? No. I don't think so. It's Sean Lee all over again. Uh, one I, of the I, I was going to say coach. Sean Lee again. <laughs> yeah, like a, 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 a player, coach. Coach on the field. <laughs> Oh, yeah, runs the defense. This is literally the same exact thing that happened with Sean Lee. Remember, there was that stint, was it two years ago, when Sean Lee and Van Der Esch were healthy for, like, two games. Crazy. And they both, like, Lee was on his way out, but he was still on the active roster, and they were healthy for, like, two games. And their defense destroyed people for, yeah. like, two games, and then Sean Lee was out again. And I was like, come on, man. Yep, yep, yep. <sighs> um... It, when they were healthy, it reminded me of those Ohio State linebacking cores when it was like A.J. Hawk and Bobby Carpenter. Oh, my gosh. And, I'm like, and it was like national championships every year. And you're like, Jesus Christ. No one was in the national championship every year except Alabama. Um, Michael Parsons, everybody knows how I feel about him at this point. Jesus Christ. Uh, one of the best. I'm happy I have Devontae Smith, though. I will say that. But, geez. I'm telling you, really happy with Dean. Keep it, write it down somewhere. No, I'm about to say no, no. I'm happy we got Nicobe this year, but last year I was just I was that. Oh uh, yeah, now that you have the weapon, yeah, yeah. It was like, oh man, I wish I had this guy. Um, right now, but would you straight up? We're gonna do like a little Bill Simmonsy thing. Would you trade Micah Parsons for uh, Smith right now? Straight up, no. Oh wow, no. I think it's more. Impactful for us to have Smith because, like you said, we have Dean now. Yeah. So yeah, us that's true. Feeling yeah. that role, we can have the we can have Smith, who's a really really good receiver. Um, the thing that scares me with this team and why I think they will win somewhere between eight and ten games is this secondary, Trayvon yeah. Diggs. Broke out on the scene last year, but he gambled for everything. Yeah, we talked if about he it. He had the most interceptions, interception, but also had the most yards given up. If he wasn't getting an interception, he was giving up a touchdown on the other end. So yep. I can't trust that Malik Hooker as safety. I feel like this is his third, third or fourth stop. 
Anthony Brown. I don't even know who that fucking is, honestly. He's you don't know my guy Tony Brown? Oh, he's been on this team for quite some time. He's not made an impact for me. Jesus no. Christ. <laughs> three oh, interceptions wow. all of last year. Six years. Jeez. Yeah, like, I'm like, man, he's been for a minute. So, yeah, not really much to write home about on this secondary. Um, and I think they can get eight up. Malik Hooker was a, that's where he was. Uh, you know, not bad. I do like Malik Hooker. Now I remember he's from Indianapolis. Um, but yeah, yeah, I just think their corners are too boomer bust and their front isn't going to get enough pressure and their linebackers outside of Micah. If Vander Ashton stay healthy, great. I don't think he can. Um, well, they don't a passing have to, league now. The linebackers don't mean nearly as much as they did 10, 15, 20 years ago. They still mean a lot getting side to side. That's why I wanted That's them true. for the Eagle. And they got they end up in a coverage a lot, covering uh, running backs out the backfield. So Tight That's why I want the backs. Eagles to have somebody um, to deal with that. Uh, so, yeah. No, I don't think the Cowboys are going to be so good. Last team. Right. Last team. <laughs> Moving on to the darling of the AFC East, the Buffalo Bills. I have the Bills winning big in the AFC, running away with it. 14 wins. Um, what, what, what can you say? They've got... You know, an MVP candidate in Josh Allen, a quarterback. Wins. Devin Singletary, motor. He's going to come back in a big, bad way for that running back position. Obviously, Diggs, one of the best receivers in the NFL. Uh, I just, I love the team. The team overperformed last year, but I think they're going to come right into their stride. That well, defense wins. Is, they underperformed last year. That's what I meant. They underperformed last year. I think they're going to come into it this year, ready to rock chip on their shoulder. Josh Allen's going to make his MVP candidacy known. And that defense is always really good. I mean, that defense last year was awesome. Uh, so we'll see. Other than when they played my Jacksonville Jaguars, uh, we will see what happens. I've got them winning 13 that games. That slobber knocker of a 9-6 game. Yeah, that was disgusting. But I've got them winning 13 games. I honestly think the Bills are going to run away with it. And like I said, the Jets and the, the Patriots are going to be kind of like way far behind fighting for scraps. That defense is, I'm sorry. I tried to catch it before. Yeah. Uh, the defense is going to be stout though. What What is it? Uh, Tredavious White, Micah uh, Hyde. Yeah, your time in the sun. Yeah, your time in the sun. Uh, Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills are going to be the, the darlings of this division. 13 games minimum, maximum. Um, nobody wins 14, 15 games anymore. No. Um, yeah, you lose to the Jacksonville Jaguars in week 10 or whatever. That's that's the NFL. Um, any given Sunday. Uh, Devin Singletary, I don't think he'll be the motor. Um, James Cook, I think they're going to be a good two-headed monster, though. Uh, I'd like it's going to be interesting to see this offense without Brian Dable now. Um, yeah. see how they use the running backs because that was the thing that we lamented them last year for not being able to use their running backs effectively. Um, they got rid of uh, was it Beasley? I wanted to say Malik Beasley, but that's a basketball player. Uh, no, Cole they Beasley. got rid of Cole Beasley. Um, got rid of Cole Beasley. Uh, got Diggs, Gabriel, brought in Jameson Crowder from the Jets. That's pretty good. Def, Dawson Knox, very good tight end. Their offensive line is pretty dang stout for the most part. Um, but this defense is going to be their calling card. They brought in Shaq Larson. They drafted Greg Russo a couple years ago. They got Ed Oliver. They brought in Vaughn Miller. Um, they still got Tredavious White, who's still one of the top uh, corners. Jordan Poirier and Micah Hyde, still two of the top safeties. Do one of the top safeties. Lawson, duos. did you say Shaq Lawson? I said Shaq Lawson. Yes. Um, so yeah, I think this defense is going to be good, if not better, than they were last year. And they were Super Bowl good last year. Um, and I think they'll be Super Bowl good this year, especially another year. Greg Russo from the U um, under his belt. He was a rookie last year. Um, that rush, that rush is going to be dangerous, and teams are not going to want to face that. Um, so yeah, that's all I got. Uh, but again, still interested to see what, uh, because what we were told that Brian Dable made Josh Allen to a degree, help him simplify the game, help him see the game in a way he had not before. Um, 
I assume he'll keep some of that, but I want to see what the offense looks like as far as the scheme, how they incorporate the running game. Um, because for the most part of last year, the running game was Josh Allen. If you feel like you need to run, go ahead and do it. Um, and it was never to hand the ball off. So that'll be interesting to see. All right. That is the NFL corner for another week in the books. Moving on to the NBA. Just one thing to talk about in the NBA. Apparently it has come up that Durant is now open to trade ideas to the Boston Celtics. I think is- you're misreporting it, sir. Okay. What is it? I don't know. Celtics made a trade offer to oh. the Nets. I think this is a non-story. I heard, I heard this on a podcast, but I was like, this is dumb because Durant's not going to the Celtics. He didn't go to the Celtics last time he was in free agency. He's not going to the Celtics now in a trade. Oh, um, well, let's not talk about it from that aspect. Let's talk about it from the aspect of would you pull the trigger on this trade if you were no. the Boston Celtics? You going to let me say the trade? Yeah, Jesus. go ahead. So the trade was the initial offer was Jalen Brown, Derek White, and a couple picks. If you're the Nets, do you pull the trigger on that? If I'm the Nets, I'd pull the trigger on that just because KD's recent injury history. Um, those are younger players, better pieces, not better pieces, but you know what I mean? They're, they're younger and you're going to have them longer. If I was Boston, I wouldn't do that. Okay. So the Nets countered with give us Jalen smart white and a couple of picks. If you're Boston, do you do that? Yeah. I mean, if, if I'm Boston and I, I really want, if I'm already getting rid of Jalen, everything else that's not Jason is just a tertiary, like throw, you know what I mean? Like they already have been trying to trade Marcus smart in the years past. Like, yeah, if I'm Boston and I really want Kevin Durant that badly, I would do that. If that's what the counter was. I don't see why they don't do that. Yeah. That That doesn't make any sense. Now the funny thing is the story, uh, Winhurst came out and said like, this was something that was, Talked about like weeks ago, like this bin died on the vine. I don't know why it's getting reported yeah. now. Uh, Adrian Ward and Janowski just decided to tweet it out at like 2 a.m. Um, There's something weird going on with Woj, Woj and Brian and Horse. all that. <laughs> uh, I was going to say uh, basketball Illuminati, basketball Illuminati, basketball Illuminati. Keep your third eye open. Um, there's a weird thing going on with Woj and just how he runs his operation. Um Yeah. Uh, uh, examples, two examples we've seen this past year with Windhorse, as you pointed out. Um, uh, Brian Windhorse says, uh, James Harden and Ben Simmons are going to get traded for each other. Woj then says, that's not happening. And then they get traded for each other. Yeah. It's, <laughs> um, that was the thing I think I was referencing where I was like, wait, what? It's like Woj wants it to be on his time. Exactly. And then the funny thing, the the meme heard around the world uh, with Windhorse, people are speculating that did he not want to say something because of the last time when he said something about Ben and James? Was he not allowed to Gobert say something? Yeah. yeah, exactly. Was he not allowed to say something about what was going to happen in Utah? So um, there's a lot of rumors that Woj is a bit of a suppressant. Um, he kind of makes sure everything gets funneled through him so he can have all the biggest scoops. And he's kind of a dictator in that way. Um, as far as Absolute basketball power corrupts, goes. absolutely. So, yeah, there, there are those rumors out there. But, um, yeah, no, if I were the Celtics, I would have made that trade in a heartbeat. Uh, um, you have Jason at the two. You have Jason at the two, which after seeing last year, I don't think he's – He's going to have to work his way into becoming a one instead of me just thinking he was a one. Um, and who better learn from the person basically you're compared to as far as yeah, skill set. That's what uh, I was going to say. And then you get Malcolm and then you get to keep Malcolm Brogdon. Why, who cares about Marcus Smart now that you have Malcolm Brogdon? That's <laughs> you true. have that's a guard. You have yeah. your one. Um, and then just fill out the rest of the roster that way. You got Peyton uh, Pritchard. Um you still going to have Grant Williams, still going to have Al Horford. I think, yeah, make that Durant move. I would have made that Durant move in the heartbeat. I don't care about draft picks. We saw what happened the last time you guys cared yeah. so much about draft picks. It took you five, six years to get to the day championship, and you didn't win it. Draft picks are only as good in 
for a team that's looking to win, draft picks are only good as a trade asset. Not going to do anything for you. It's not going to make you improve your team because you're because you if anything you're gonna have a low draft pick. You're gonna have a thirtieth pick. Like yeah, it's no point. I'm, I'm just against it because. For two things. One, Durant didn't want to go there when he was in free agency. So why would I bring in a player who already has? Because now they have Ime Adoka and apparently they work together in the offseason. Oh, okay. I was going to say, because any player that is kind of has touchy issues with like being happy and wanting out of certain places and stuff. If, But yeah, I guess you're right with the Ime Adoku situation. Yeah. That changes. That's fluid. But I wouldn't want to get rid of Jalen if I'm Boston. I would say. I have a super young core. They're only like they're not even they're 25. Okay. The question is though, do you think they win a championship in the next three years? With I mean, Jaylen? with the team as it's constructed now, I think they could. Do you think they would if they had Durant? Yeah, I guess. Okay. Yeah. You give yeah. everything up for the championship. I know, but I and I you and I have gone back and forth about this. It just it seems so yeah, you get that it's one championship. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it doesn't ma- matter. We're in this get, to yeah. win the game. <laughs> we're I not know. in this for decades of. Oh, we're uh, pretty good. Oh, but we're we right didn't there. Win. We're right there. Yeah. Then you're, no, you're Utah. Right. Then you're the Nuggets. Sadly, like you're the team hey, that your never Nuggets are going to make a huge run this year. Oh, They've got everybody a back. Huge run this year. Or you're the Hawks of uh, dealing with LeBron in those yeah. years. 10 years of, hey, the Al Horford Hawks. We had yeah. 60 wins. Hey, we had 55 wins. Do you have anything to show for? We had four All-Stars that one time when Kyle Culver got the white vote. <laughs> and that's it. No that's rings, it. no divisions, no, no nothing. No rings, no banners. So God. All right. Well, moving on. You got, a, you got attendance banners. Do they really? Oh, that's no, sad. they don't. Oh. But I, I just keep remembering the one time the Colts said, uh, what was it? The AFC South Championship. Yeah. They raised uh, that. I remember. That was Losers, the Colts, I tell you. Here we go. Talking Redden. about my New York Yankees. Redden. New York Yankees are, they're not looking as great as they did prior. Um, I know. They were destroying teams earlier. They were running away with it. And now they're only two games ahead of the Astros. The Astros, who took off four games with them last week at the end of the, after the All-Star break, beat them, well, three games, I believe. Beat them in, a, no, four games. Beat them in a doubleheader and then beat them the next two days. The Yankees have not led for one inning against the Astros, the two times they beat them this season uh, in their season series were two walk-offs. Um, they're, they're four, either they're four and three against them or seven and three against them. Um, do you think, and and Booty after the game said, uh, it's nothing to worry about. You're not going to win games in October and July, blah, 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 blah. But do you think they should be worried about the Astros? Yeah, absolutely. The Astros is a perennial powerhouse of a team. I mean, cheating aside, they've won a lot of games the last couple of years. And the Yankees have kind of been middling. The Yankees haven't been the Yankees of old. If anything, the Astros have been the better team the last few years. So we talk about this all the time. In baseball, it ebbs and flows, ups and downs. But I think going just... The law of large numbers, if you take the last three seasons into account, the Yankees definitely have to be afraid of the Astros, 100%. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, the Astros are making moves, uh, and they're still getting better at this point. Um, they're in a less competitive division. The Yankees are still going to have to play Blue Jays, who have been streaking since getting rid of Charlie Montoya. Um, and uh, they're going to have to deal with the Rays, the Rays who are consistently yep. – Right there with them. Um, now the Sox have uh, imploded over the last couple of weeks. Uh, okay. Did you, see, did you see those pair touchdowns they gave up to the Blue Jays? Um, yeah. And they got to have 28 to 5. Is that what it was? 20, yeah, 28 to 5. They got a safety and a field goal. And Baltimore um, is up and down like touch and go. Sometimes, some weeks Baltimore looks like great. And then other weeks you're like, oh, yeah, $37 million payroll. Yeah, I was like, yeah, they're the young team. Um, they're the young upstarts. But uh, what was I going to say? The funny thing still, though, with the Blue Jays is 
If they make the playoffs and they get past the wild card round, oh, there's yeah. teams and players that are not vaccinated that can't go. Paul Goldsmith, Nolan Arenado, old Nolan Arenado cannot go right now because they're not vaccinated. Two of their better players. They cannot go to Toronto right now. And if this is a postseason, that's and a minimum of one game, you're not going to have your guys, then two games if you lose that game. So teams are playing yeah. fast and loose with the, with the policies. I think they should all with just. The vaccine, man. They should all just get it because Toronto's going to be in the postseason at least. What if you got to play yeah. a wild card game there? One game then for you your life. Then you might not make the playoffs because <laughs> of it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what the heck? God, um, that's going to suck for some of these teams. In other news, Brennan. The Bravos, yes. they have closed the insurmountable gap, it felt like, against them uh, with the Mets. Uh, there are two games. Freddie again, Freeman's Braves? Two, Freddie Freeman's Braves. God dang it. He'll let you know. He'll cry on the metal stand. Uh, Freddie Freeman's Braves are two games back of the Mets. The Mets still waiting for DeGrom to get back. Um, do you think the Braves will eventually overtake them? Uh, yeah, I do. Uh, we talked about this uh, quite a bit at the start of the season. The whole DeGrom saga is interesting only because... Hasn't played an over one calendar year at this point. Yeah, it's that injury. And I said sit him. That was my take when we started the season. I said, yeah, you got to sit him. He's too valuable to risk getting hurt again. But now the Braves are going to... They're going to surpass him for sure. Uh, I don't think he's going to come back anytime soon. Maybe in the next couple of weeks at all. But uh, we see this every year with the Mets. Same story. Great players on the roster just can't stay healthy. So, yeah, Braves. Freddie Freeman's Braves are going to pass the Mets. I love that they're Freddie's Braves. Um, yeah. I was going to say, the, the Mets, the thing is, the Mets are, like, well-constructed. Um, it's mainly the depth in the pitching staff outside of uh, Scherzer. Just waiting for DeGrom. If DeGrom gets back, like, it takes them up a notch. Carlos Carrasco is very good. But um, you're really looking for that fourth. If you can make Carrasco and Taiwan Walker your three and four instead of your two and three, like, this team definitely gets up a notch. Um, DeGrom has been pitching in rehab starts. We assume he'll be back. In about a week or two, hopefully in a week or two, um, and we'll see what that does to the the the, the makeup of the team, um, and see if they can actually kick it into second gear. Um, but yeah, no, they're they are fighting for their lives at this point. What if after it felt like they were on a record pace, and we were looking at a we were looking at a New York Subway Series World Series a couple yeah. a couple weeks ago. Um, so yeah, it's gonna be for sure interesting to see how that all shakes out. Uh, again, I'll say it again: Marlins fire, fire Don Mattingly. And you'll be surprised how quick and quick Mayman hits. Quick hit. All right, break it. Let's go to the trade first. We got trade news in the NHL. Uh, oh yeah, this is your account. Inform the people of the trade. Uh, Joe's Florida Panthers are trying to gut the entire organization. I don't have all the details of the trade. I know you're very upset about it, but if you want to tell them, what was it? A uh, couple first rounders. Jonathan Huberdo. There we go. There we go. Trade away all your draft capital for the next five Sam years. Sam Weir. And multiple draft picks. I don't know how you said Huberdo, who is a, who's like a, a heart trophy contender. Weir, who is... Some consider the sabermetrics, at least. Are they sabermetrics if it's not baseball? The metrics analytic folks think he's one of the best defensemen. And then we got to set picks as well for this 20-year-old, 24-year-old Matthew Kachuk. Uh, a lot of mo- the most I know about him is his dad played in St. Louis. Um, he won the press conference for me, even though they haven't had the press conference. He said he hates Tampa now. It's just good. It's good to know. Um, he, he, the good thing though is for a while we thought Florida was not going to be a, would never be a trade destination, would never be a free agency destination because 
Nobody wants to play for this outpost of a franchise. Um, but he said Florida was one of his top destinations. And this kid is a top prospect. He's People are projecting him to be really freaking good. Um, and he had been really good for the Flames. And he had his pick of the litter as far as where he was going to go. And he chose to go to Florida. Yeah, I signed an eight-year extension. Um Still reeling. I mean, the Hoover dude. I don't, get, dude. I don't get to say the Hoover dude every week now. Like, what am I, I going to do? That was your guy. I was shocked when I saw this because I just got Barky. I got Barky. Guy. And, and you Kachuk. traded four, three players in a prospect, or three players in like a four pick. picks. Two to yeah, three picks. Yeah, mm. for this guy. Like, I don't you know. It doesn't make any He's sense. He's supposed to be really good, man. But we just got rid of somebody who was really good, really man. Really good. <laughs> so, uh, you bring some youth. You hope he has uh, the one thing you really. And then we got Duclair, who's like basically out until midseason next year. The Duke. Um, you really hope he can have uh, some of what Huberto was lacking in the postseason. Um, Huberto really wasn't giving giving you what you wanted when it came down to playoff time, gut check time. Um, so maybe this young kid can have some of that, or we can shed some of that past failures we've had. Um, but yeah, man, uh, Jonathan Huberto, who's one of the points leaders last year, like I don't know, it's interesting. Weeks, uh, I got less of an issue because he made a lot of bonehead decisions last year in the postseason. Really led to me souring on him. I believe he was the one that chased the uh blue the blue the lightning player around the goalpost and leaving it open for Ross Carlton to knock in that goal to end that game with like three seconds left. Um so yeah. Not not sad it's a tough about day. It's a tough day. Don't care about the draft cats. picks. It's the Hoover dude, man. It's the Hoover dude, man. R.I.P. to the Hooper dude. Uh, do you want to do your uh, <clears throat> yeah, w? WWA corner? Uh, Brandon Dallas Wings beat the uh, Indiana Fever 96 to 86 the other day. Uh, the Atlanta Dream tried, but they could not hold on. They lost to the Storm. Uh, John Quell Jones. Oh, no, 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 no. Elisa Thomas. Sorry, John. I believe John Quell is out right now. Elisa Thomas and the Sun beat the Lynx uh, a couple days ago. Uh, the Liberty with the Bryants in attendance. Shout out to the Bryants. Uh, beat the Chicago Sky. The Aces took on the uh, Sparks, who were without Shania Gumake. I learned that the hard way because I picked her up in fantasy. And then she sat out with a Ill, non-COVID-related illness. It's very upsetting. Um, you played WNBA today, fantasy? I did. WNBA, yes. I asked you before the season, did you want to join my league? We're in the playoffs oh, you did. Now, you did ask the me. final stretch. You did um, ask me. Eight and one. Here we go. I just want you to know that. Eight and one, maybe right. Marina Mobbery. That's my girl, Mobbery. Um, and then uh, so today is the day we've been waiting for the Commissioner Cup. The best team from the East, best team from the West in the midseason tournament. That is the regular season. That is a very, very good way they have that going right now. I wonder if the NBA would do that similarly. Um, they're play- facing off today, Chicago Sky, the Aces who. Pretty well could be the uh, WNBA championship in a month or so. Um, so, yeah, I think, man, the Aces, I've said this a thousand times, the Aces are front-loaded. They're, they're front, they're, their starting five is probably the best starting five. The Sky, though, the Sky are consistent as hell. Um, I'm going to say, I'll say the Aces win this. The Aces whoa, need whoa, this whoa. more. The Aces need this more. The Aces have, uh, they've been 1-2 in the league for the last couple of years. Haven't won the championship. Lost to the Storm a couple of years ago um, in the bubble Sue season. Sue Bird in the Storm. Yeah, they lost in the bubble season to Sue Bird and girls. Um, and I think they need this under their belt going forward to know like, Hey, we can win something. We've been, we've been knocking on the door a thousand times, but we, there is, this is attainable. And and to beat the team that just won the championship would give them that confidence. They need to eventually uh, close this thing out, which they, which I think they, I think they will. I think this may be the year. Um, But if they lose, 
It's another sky season, boy. It's another sky. It's another it's sky big season. Big sky country. We're in a yeah. We're in a big sky country. And we'll bring you the press conference in its entirety. <laughs> Joe, Don't forget to watch the Euros on ESPN. What? Oh, Don't forget to watch women's. the Euros. Uh, Joe, tell everybody where they can find you. Oh, hold on. I forgot. Since uh, since last week, USA, 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 USA women beat the Canadians in the oh, uh, yeah. Conquer Camp final. Um, forgot about that. Uh, you can Best find me on Twitter, Instagram at Joe Dorval. You can find the show's Twitter and Instagram at Kieran Press. Uh, don't forget to go over to anewlow.co to check out the other shows on the network. Don't forget to head over to joedorval.com to check out all my wares and my music and all that good jazz. Um, yeah, Brandon, where can we find you? Oh, all right. You can find pod, me. By the way. <laughs> who does a pod? Very, very great show. If you like a good musical, like a good Disney musical, maybe. Very good show. Do it in Kanto this week. Very good show. Anulo. In very Kanto. Funny. Very, very funny. Brennan, go. Okay. <laughs> you can find me on all social media at Brennan T Comedy. Brennan T Comedy.com is the website. Check out the merch store. Got the uh, other podcast that I do. Brennan Tassif is your ex drinking buddy. Uh, I got different people on. We talk about crazy drinking stories, getting in trouble stories, drug stories. All sorts of fun stuff. Um, you just pass out in New York and just lose days. Yeah. So weird. That's like two or three times it's happened. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so check that out. Somebody the other uh, day. Very I funny. Say passed out. He got saved by um, Joe Senra. Yeah. Yeah. I got yeah, saved I by like, the, what the, uh, heck? the trans person uh, saved yeah. his life. The his trans person prostitute or sex worker. Gets, yeah. Get, goes out yeah, there. Same night. Like what the hell? Yep. <laughs> Check out that show, X Drinking Buddy, everybody. Uh, uh, very funny comedian Jared Waters plug, on. If you next don't week. want to hear more of that story, <laughs> what yeah, are you doing with your life? <laughs> it's intense. Um, yeah, Brennan T Comedy on all social media. Cool. Let's get out of here. All right, Brennan, let's get out of here. You got to hit the gym. I got to get to work. So, and that's why we play the game. Hello. Hello. Come on. It's Nicole Dean is the shout out this week. I'm telling you. Huge shout out. That guy's going to transform the defense. I hope so. I've got so much faith in him.